Daddy Kornbluth. Come on in. Wow, wow. Mazel tov, mazel tov. Come, 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 Daddy, come. For your camera. Today's shir is being sponsored by Mordechai Sapaznik, my grandfather. Before you sit down, come, say shalom aleichem. It's great to see you. Can't do that on Zoom. No, we can't. I miss you. Mr. Kornbluth, who's Chaim Kornbluth's father, and Benji Kornbluth's father, who made a bar mitzvah today. He's from the originals. He's there from the beginning when we started the shir over three years ago. So Mordechai Sapaznik sponsors today's shir. Lezeich Nishmas, my grandfather. Rabbi Yisrael Aryeh Sapaznik. Rabbi Yisrael Aryeh Ben Rebbe Avrom Yishayohu. My grandfather should be a meditation for the entire mishpacha and all of Klai Yisrael. Dedication for the holiness shamas of the Miron tragedy and Rafur Shleimah for the injured. He brings a, a saying that they say in the famous Bari Choy song, it's a very, very tough Shabbos for everyone. Daddy Kornbluth is here. I just spoke to Chaim Kornbluth. Chaim Kornbluth is also was here on day one when the shir started. So just spoke to him after Mayrev. He lost a nephew, Chaim Rak. Zuchroin Levrocha, a 19-year-old Bachar. He's telling us all about it. A terrible, terrible tragedy. There's... Um, there's a kid in the neighborhood, his name is Yossi Wright, Dr. Wright's son who needs Rafur Shlema. He's in critical, critical condition. What's his name? Yosef Azriel Ben? Ben Chaya Michal Rafur Shlema. Very, very tough. Another guy that was on day one of the shir, Shmuley Cooper, Cooperstein. He made a bar mitzvah this week and he got up and he was literally crying throughout the speech. And uh, it was very tough. On the one hand, he said he had a simchot celebrated. On the other hand, Klai Yisrael is in mourning. Unbelievable, unbelievable. And we feel it here in the neighborhood. There, there are nine, I believe, nine people that were nifter in Bet Shemesh, from Bet Shemesh. It's, it's terrible, terrible. But we're learning Torah for the Neshamas, for the Rafur Shlema. Email from Ari Mack. Dear Eli, I started off last year, later March, before lockdown. I found you during the lockdown. I learned every day with you, from Brochus to Yuma today. Ever since I started feeling, I recommend everyone, Eli Stefanski, for the Fiyomi Shir. I'm finally up to date with the, with the DAF, and I'm learning Taisvis and Rashi. But thank to you, I'm able to do it with Rashi and Taisus. Okay, hopefully I'll come to this year in person soon. Ari Mack. I met this guy, Shmaki guy, Yavalki guy. Um, why did I want to read this? I forgot already, but there's um, Avi Mandelbaum. He wrote an email about, oh, I know exactly why. Okay, so Avi Mandelbaum, he wrote an email that uh, he noticed that I was upset when he sponsored the shear for Chuck Yeager. And now Michael Collins from the Palo 11 it is. He was just, he went away to back to, to space or whatever. So he wanted to, he, didn't, he knew they shouldn't. But he says like this, good afternoon Ravelli and crew. Thank you for honoring Michael Collins with your words yesterday. At the end of reading my email, you pointed out that I have interesting pictures in my background. Over a year ago when I started, I decided I would only do it for a year. As the one year anniversary passed, I did in fact, the backlash from the Zoom Hevra was so strong, we struck a compromise. And I put the daily forecast from the website, Wonderground Weather, as per the information collected at the personal weather station of our good friend, neighbor, and fellow, MD Wire, Joe Berry. The reason why I'm reading it is because Barack Baver. Here he is, Avi's on the screen. How you doing, Avi? All the way from Oreshet. Great. <laughs> Unbelievable. So. Listen to this, Rabbi you're not going to believe this. Barak Shechter, sorry, not baby, Barak Shechter, who Yeshua Aaron Price met in a grocery store, uh, how many years ago? Two years ago, probably. It was Sukkot that the first, and he said, you got to come to the shir, and he says, no, I'll never come to your shir. And you know, of course, you know, if you know Yeshua, he met him again in the grocery store. 
He said, give me your number. Finally, he came. Anyways, Rak Shechter, we all know that his sister, he, he's, a, he's a very brilliant guy. His sister is a famous judge in New York. Uh, not just a judge, Supreme Court judge. Brilliant people. But what he told me is that his father, a Frum, Frum guy that learned in Yisrael, he developed the software that actually saved Apollo 11. He, single-handedly, and, I, and he sent me the clip, he was on the news back in the day, when it was all lost, he developed some sort of software that saved it. So anyways, he wanted, he wanted me to know, I'm letting the them know, so you should be very proud. You see, Avi, the Torah, people that learned Torah that saved Apollo 11. Do we have, we have time for another one? Real quickly, because it's once a Shabbos. He's very excited. I see Avi's very happy about that. Dear Rav Agoyen at Tzaddik. Wow, I was never called that. Was that enough flattery? Okay, great. He did it for flattery. So I wanted to bring to light the godless of our Chevra. As you may know, there's an international campaign following for the various neighborhoods, branches of Atzala. I posted the link to my page, the WhatsApp group, and some social media, and just wanted to show you that although I haven't met many of these people, there's still, still people in our Chevra that feel a connection and will donate in my honor. Have a great life, Boyomer, great Shabbos, enjoy the pleasure of being clean shaven again. Yom Kessler. Couldn't believe this. Look at this. He sent me a, a copy of, of the screen. $88 from Sherman, Avi Sherman. It says 88888 in honor, you know, the eight minute dive. So 88, $88. And then there's a guy, I don't know you, but you were part of Rebellious Shear, so I have to give you $350. Now don't get any crazy ideas, but that's what it says here. $350, guy that doesn't know him. $52, $72 from Aaron Hirsch. Yival de Kazakh. All right. I guess we could start. We're holding by the Mishnah, brand new sugya, brand new everything. It's great to have Daddy Kormuth back. We're talking about the Kohen Gadol, the night of Yom Kippur. On Yom Kippur. They snap their finger and they say to him, Ishi Koin Godal, our master Koin Godal, Amoid Vafegachas Alaritzpa. Go, do something special on the ground, walk it off, do some sort of acrobatic thing. And they keep him busy so he cannot fall asleep until the morning's tumid. Says the Gemara, Maitzrodo, what's the snapping of the finger? When it comes to a wife, the second wife is called a tsara. She's the neighbor related to, she's the second next to the other one. So she's a tsara. So mahi gudal. So you take your thumb and the one next to, the one next to the thumb is the tsara. So I want everybody to try this. Try to snap your finger like this. Isn't this much better? So try, go, go. So Rabbi Sai saw Mary the Kipshat in Gaivadelio. The reason, it doesn't really work so well. It doesn't. But that's the whole thing. They want him to try it all night long. He's going like this. And by the time the morning comes, ah, you're supposed to go like this. It's, it's just... I tried, I tried. Listen, you don't always get the best shot in that safer. <laughs> oh. Uh, okay. But he was trying to help them out. He's like, what are you guys doing? And they're like, try it, try it. Some actually say the shot is, it is the middle. It's just whatever. Okay. Says Gemara, Ravuna tried this out. And you can actually hear it throughout the whole basement. Okay, that's enough. I still hear people snapping. Seder. We got the idea. Show us. They told him. Show us something special. Let's see what you could do. Show us how you do kido. I was going to show you, do a little bit of demonstration, but it's coming off a year of COVID, so it's not, not that flexible. But basically, he bends at his waist and kisses the ground with his mouth. Try it out. You can try it. Now, if you think about it, 
I don't know exactly. I didn't. I couldn't really come up with a great shot. I didn't see like in the art school bringing it. But if you do the the math, it doesn't really work. Your mouth cannot. Your body, even if you are that flexible, I don't think you can kiss the ground. So you have to spread out. You have to be a little bit like a triangle. And then you put your thumbs in the ground. That says Rashi. And then you have to be able to get up on your own power. You have to lift yourself up. Okay, so that's very, it's very difficult. The Gemara in Sukkot Daphne Gimel says that it's possible for a human being to do it. But then the Gemara says that Levi showed Rebbe how he does it, but it caused him to be injured for the rest of his life. He was, he was handicapped. He did it, and it was a one-time thing. He never did it again. That's why I'm not, I wasn't going to show you guys. I could do it. I know I could. I'm just not going to show you. There's a picture of Gavid Leo, I ain't show. Okay, it's not one of the things I ever showed off with. They never tried to keep him busy with musical instruments, even though it would be really nice. You think that musical instruments would keep him up? They would, they would have a little kumzitz there. Anybody know the song? No, nobody knows the song? I don't know the song. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Okay. If Hashem is not going to build the base of Mikdash, for nothing, we, for no reason, we, we were Oymel, we were Yegea, we, we tried real hard to build it, we spent all that time and it's for no reason. What's going on, Gary? Ah, oh, it's okay. Uh, okay, so, so just, you know what? Next time, just say, Ellie, Gary. You don't have to like say, oh, there's no, no need for the conversation. So people would st- stay up and learn Torah so that the Kohen Gadol, who? Yekir Yerushalayim, the Chashar of Yerushalayim. So you could hear them saying the words of Torah. So you shouldn't fall asleep. Tanya, Abishol Omar. Not only the Kirishlam, but also in the outskirts, they would stay up. They had a minute to stay up all of Yom Kippur night. However, the Gemara says a big aside. At the end, it brought out to sin. Why? The sins happened in Harda. Eliyahu Navi told Rav Yehuda, the brother of Rav Salo Hasidah, Amritu, you always complain. People complain. It's unbelievable. We're waiting so long. How come Mashiach is not coming? So I'll tell you why. Guess what today is? Today is Yom Kippur. You know what's going on right now? Unbelievable. Psulois are doing the wrong thing. Nival, right now I am Kippur. Eating Chazar Yom Kippur. Nival Yom Kippur. Can you imagine? Omer So Rabbi Yehuda asked Eliyahu Novi, Akash Baruch Hu, my Omer. So what does Hashem have to say about this? Isn't that a terrible, terrible sin? Omer Hashem actually, because it's Yom Kippur, he's Milam Etzchos, and he says, La Pesach Chatos Revitz, right? By Kain Neville. Pesach Chatos Revitz. The Yitzhahara, is st- standing there by the door, waiting to pounce. It's not really their fault that much. They shouldn't have brought themselves to, to, that, to that place, but once they're there, it's very difficult. Over. Now, of course, human beings have Bechira. They should have overcame. It's not an excuse. You're not going to get away with it. But Hashem says, I'm not that upset because I understand I set them up with this Yitzhara. And the Yitzhara is Machtiyo, he says Rashi, Balkarchoy. It's almost like they're forced. The trick is not to bring yourself to that position. Of course, if you're going to be there, then it's all over. Don't go there. Hmm? I said, 
And what does the Sultan say? It's not similar. It is. Omar, so what does the Sultan say? It's not true. The Sultan says, they, it's not Balkarcha. They did it on their own will. There's one day a year that there's no Satan. And they went ahead and they were Chaita. They didn't have a Yitzhara then. There's no Yitzhara on, on Yom Kippur. Why? Mimai. How do we know? If you say the word Satan with a hey, it's one minus the year. The year has 365. So Satan is 364. There's 364 days a year that the, the, the Satan has the right to do whatever he wants. He does not have the right. Why? No. Oh. I hear. He's going, yeah, but we, we still have, we still go with that. It's not. Right. It's a good thing you weren't there then. We don't have a great kasha. No, but the Jewish calendar also goes, and we, not the Jewish, we also, we pay attention to the solar calendar as well. And we also have to make up those days always and, we catch up. I mean, Yom T- Pesach. It's not like we ignore the solar calendar. But I, I just didn't understand so well. It bothered me. What's this hay? What's this hay? Satan is Satan. What are you sticking in hay? Sounds like a, like a shvach gematria a little bit, no? Ha Satan. This Satan. Why hay? So Bar Hashem, I found the Marsha that says, explains that anytime the Satan is trying to be machti klai Yisrael, it says it with a hey. It always says hasatan in the Torah. So Meila, that's why we use the word hasatan. We use it with a hey. Oh, who's the mission sponsored by? So the official Mishnah is sponsored anonymously for Shidduch for Esther Dvaira. Maybe you should send it to me so I have it once and for all. Oh, it changes? Okay, sorry. Send it to me again. <laughs> Says the Mishnah. So first of all, we have to see the Pasuk. Then we can see a picture. All the way in the bottom of this, because we're going to use this Pasuk later. It says, What does it mean? So we know we have Korbanus on top of the Mizbeach. Oh, you know what? I have the Mizbeach here. I might as well use it. It's beautiful Mizbeach. So, this is the Mizbeach. This is where they mark their, the, the Karbanas on this pile of wood. So, there's a lot of ashes. Every single day, there's a mitzvah of Trumas Hadeshen. What's Trumas Hadeshen? You take a shovel, just so, and you take uh, whatever you want, at least a handful, you take a shovelful, take from this Deshen. And bring it down over here. There was a picture I didn't print. I should have maybe. Right over here next to the Mizbeach, there's a square on this side, like where my finger is. So he takes from over here, he goes down, and he pours the deshen right over here. And Rashi says, benais, it goes into the ground. That's one of the nisim. There's a few things that go into the ground. The, the, the wicks from the menorah go into the ground. The deshen. Okay, that's the mitzvah. When do you do it? When the gever screams out, what is the gever? So in Hebrew, gever means a man. So Rav says it's a man. Rav Shilo says in the Gemara that it's a chicken. It's like we say in the morning, and we have the same exact machlaikas. Is... <laughs> I don't know if they heard it. I don't know if I should repeat it. <laughs> One minute, all you. That's it. Achad shalom nigmar. So Hillel wasn't here for a while. He doesn't know the rule. One question. Look, we have a lot of people. Baruch Hashem. There's a lot of people watching. You can't just. So I know you're saying la sech vivino. Is it the, the, 
the rooster in the morning or is the human being that knows how to differentiate between and do, know what to do with the difference between night and day? Who is that? You told me, Mendy, that vart of a nice and vino. No, somebody was just telling me, what's the big deal? So a rooster knows between day and night? No. He, he starts making a sound before it's daytime. He chaps that's going to be. Okay, well, something like that. Anyways, that's the shy. Machlaik is in the Gemara that we're going to see today. Because again, when you have this sound, this, this noise, a little slightly before, a little bit after, you could bring the Trumas Hadashan. You could take a shovel and bring it. Yom Kippur, you go from midnight. So if the night is 12 hours long, six hours into the night, you don't have to wait until the rooster, you don't have to wait until the morning. You go from midnight. So Baruch Hashem, I have an unbelievable neighbor. His name is Reuven Shait. It's part of the Shir. Also from day one of the Shir. So after Meirev, we're schmoozing with Chaim Kornbluth. And I said, listen, Reuven, I don't know if I'm going to make it. I need you to make me a chart. He's the editor of the eight-minute video. So he made this for me. Baruch Hashem, I told him what to do. This is what I had in mind, but something like this. So here's 12 hours of the night, let's just say. Chatzoyitz is, is smack over here. We're going to use this for later, but why not? He already did it. If you divide the night into three parts, one, two, three, by this red line, that's a Shmur Rishayno. We know this from Brachas, from the, all the way to the first mission of Brachas. By this red line, the end of the first Mishmar. Mishmar is not the Mishmars that we're talking about. The entire Masechta, the Mishmars of the Kayanim. There's 24 Mishmars we're talking about. Mishmaris of the Malachim in Shemayim. There's three Mishmaris and they, they, they do their Avaida. So at the end of the first Mishmar, that's when they burn, they, they, they do the Trum Sadeshin. Right over here. So let's say if the night is 12 hours long, at the end of the fourth hour, they do the Trum Sadeshin. On Yantav. The Gemara is going to explain why is Yantav different than every day in Yom Kippur. It's interesting Lashon here. There's so, so many Yidin there waiting to do the Karbanas on Yantif we're talking about. There's so many people who wanted to bring their Karban before, in other words, wait until the Karban Talmud was done and then immediately jump in and get their, their, their Karban done. So they all came really early. They were, they were so early that they were there before Kriya Sagever. In other words, before daybreak. Not also. We learned in Zvachim. So there's a lot of, a lot of uh, limbs of animals on top of the Mizbeach. And there's a lot of moisture in the limbs. And there's a tremendous amount of heat on the Mizbeach. And occasionally, a piece of meat goes flying off like a popcorn. It pops. The moisture gets trapped and the heat pops. And the aver goes flying off the Mizbeach. What do you do? Put it back on? Depends. What time are we in the... Hillel says, <laughs> Depends what time of the night. Depends how well done it is. If it's before Chatzos, you put it back on. I like to say this. I'm going to say it again. It's counterintuitive almost. means, if you just read it in Hebrew, it means that you're allowed... Umayalim, it's okay to do mi'ilah. But no, it means the opposite. It's usr to do mi'ilah. If you do mi'ilah, you're over on mi'ilah. Umayalim behem. However, so in other words, if you use that piece of meat, whatever, you like it, you, you taste it, you're over. You have to bring a carbon, you're doing mi'ilah. Lacha chatzais, but once it's midnight, lo Then you don't put it back on the mizbech, and you don't, you're not over on mi'ilah. Minu how do we know this? Omar Rav, this is the famous Rav. We just had the story with him. They used to go to the city. Rav, who's going to be my wife for one day? Yeah, Rav. Omar Rav, So for this, we have to see the Pasuk. Because it's not exactly like the Gemara says it, but okay. Here's the point. The point is that it says over here in the green, Kalalayla. And above it, it says Vehikter. Now, if you look, it doesn't really say Vehikter. It means Vehikter. Okay, it says, Meaning, 
we're, we're going we're gonna to be makhtarit. We're going to leave. We're trying to cook up this meat. That's what we're trying to do. And the following Pazak says, Vehirim is Deshen. Deshen is his ashes. So the Gemara is learning that the Kala Laila goes on the ashes. And obviously it's going on barbecuing the meat. So it's going on two things. So which one is it? Is the meat ashes or the meat is, needs to be barbecued? It's kind of a contradiction, the Gemara says. And therefore, so again, it only says Kalalaila once. That's why I printed this to show you. It only says Kalalaila once. And it's going on both things. Kalalaila Vehikter. Because of Echadayimir Kalalaila Vehirim. Vehirim is very obvious. It says Vehirim. Vehikter, we have to fit it. Hakeitzah, how does it work? Hakeyu, Chetzil Akhtara, Vechetzil Harama. So it only makes sense at this point of the Gemara that you take the night and divide in half. Chatzois, midnight. The first half, you barbecue. And the second half is for the ashes. Otherwise, it's a contradiction. Okay. Okay, it's a chakeyu chetzil haktorev chetzil haram. Mazarev kahano, but that doesn't work so well. It says in our Mishnah, b'chol yoyin tarim esam izbeach, kriya, b'kriyas hagever, when do you do trumas hadesh? When does the kain remove the ashes from his beach? And it's a mitzvah, trumas hadesh. B'kriyas hagever, oisamachloi. When the rooster, whatever, what, what does the rooster do? Crow, yeah? Rooster crows. Shkoyach. <laughs> we should get that guy. You know that Yushalmi guy that makes those noises? You ever met him? No. He has like a cassette. What does it say in the Mishnah? That's okay. Here's the problem, as the Gemara. It also says, on, if the Torah is telling me, here, look at this. Torah says, you can only do Trumas HaDashen from Chatzais. That's what the Pasuk says. We just said Pshat, means from here, from the blue line, this way. The first part, from here to the blue line, is when you do the barbecue. So Torah is saying, you cannot do Trumas HaDashen before the blue line. So how come the Mishnah says that on Yantav Uber Golem, Mashmur you could do Trumas HaDashen from the red line. That's two hours earlier. According to this, whatever. Not exactly, but approximately two hours earlier than Chatzais. But we just said the Pasuk says you can't do Trumas Hadeshen until the blue line, from the blue line on. Turn to Dafcha from the base, sponsored by Shidduch, sponsored for Shidduch for my daughter, Sarlina Bas That's the last day for them? They have to get engaged immediately. And. Oh, and a refuah shleimer for all the victims of Miron and uh, Lilu Nishmas, all the niftarim of Miron. We're going to have that for a whole month. Says the Gemara, Daf Chaf Amud Beis, Visokadai Dach Mechatzais Deraisihi. And if you're telling me that this whole ashes is only from Chatzais An, Echimakdimim Veichimachrinon, okay, they're not, Rashi's not going to the words Veichimachrinon. The question is Echimakdimim. How do you do? Shumas Hadeshen earlier than what the Torah tells you you're allowed to do. Oh, so if you look over here in the Pasuk once again, Kol Halayla in green, Ada Boiker in blue. All night long means until the morning. What else could it mean? All night long. Says Gemara, no, it can mean something else. No, there's another time now. We only know about Eliza Shachar. Now, what's earlier than Eliza Shachar? What's the one Zman earlier than Eliza Shachar? No, that's Eliza Shachar. Chatzais. The only other time in, in our Torah is Chatzais. So, if the Torah says at Boiker, and we don't need the word at Boiker, it means give a morning to the morning. One morning earlier is Chatzais. That's how the Gemara learns. Okay. So, we have Chatzais. And therefore, what? Hilkoch. So the Gemara sings as follows. Let's just say about Peh. The Gemara says, and that's why I just did the chart, to make it a little easier. There's actually three stages. There's a stage of ashes, and there's the, on the other end of the spectrum, there's raw meat. 
What's in the middle of ashes and raw meat? Very well done meat, let's call it. So it says it like this. If you have ashes, you could do the ashes immediately when it turns nightfall. Right over here. Hour number one, right after Shkia. So that answers the question. You ask me, how on Yantiv do we do the ashes over here? In the red line. Because you can do ashes all the way from here. You can do ashes all night long. Another thing. If you have a raw piece of meat, make sure it's on the Mizbech all night long until it becomes ashes. So the raw piece of meat goes all the way to here. But if you have a piece of meat that's nishtahin and nishtahar, it's very well, it's like, it's hard, it's, it's finished. It's not ashes, but it's hard. So that's it. Now you yoytze your mitzvah, by chatzos you in the mitzvah. You hear? That's what's going on here. Again? One more time, chazara. If you have ashes, you could use the ashes, you could do trumas hadashin as soon as night begins. If you have a piece of raw meat, Make sure it's on the Mizbeach until it goes all night long. You have a chiyuv to make sure. If it falls off the Mizbeach, raw, put it back on all night long. But if you have a piece of meat that's very well done, I don't know what the word is exactly, it's hard, like a rock, but it's not ashes yet. So the shear for that is chatzais. That's what the Torah is saying. That's a yuriyaitza, so don't put it back on the Mizbeach anymore. Hilkoch says the Gemara, therefore, once we know this, No, the mizbech is a kosh barchus. The evarim, the chelav, that sort of stuff goes in the mizbech. Oilah, the whole entire oilah. But no, the whatever goes to the kain, whatever is eaten by the kain, they do their own barbecue on the side. They have their own pots and stuff. They take off their parts and they do it over there. Says the Gemara Hilka, like six lines down. Every single day we take trum sadeshim from the mizbech. We take the ashes off. When this gever, whether the rooster or, or the, the human being, a little bit before, a little bit after, so that's enough. On a regular day, sagi, it's enough to do it. We don't have that many korbanos, nothing's going on. You can wait all the way till the morning to do your trumas hadash. However, the kain gadol is going to get weak. We have to be concerned about he's doing a lot of avayda. So, avdino mechatzois. So we want him to get it over with already during the night, so that during the day he can rest. Or regalim nefesh yisrael nefesh karbanos. But on yantiv that there's many many Jews and many many karbanos. Right? We spoke about different. Uh, you have to do a carbon for for olasria. Uh, and Shalmi Chagiga, and all sorts of stuff. All, there's a lot of stuff going on. Rashi brings over here, we just had in, in Shkalim, Rashi brings it here though, that there's so much, the ashes amounted to so much, at certain times there's 300 core. 300 core is like 300 refrigerators worth of ashes. The Gemara in Shkalim says it's Guzma. Okay, but there's a lot. So therefore, I need to start all the way over here by the end of the first Mishmar. Let's call it 5 o'clock in the morning. We're ready. No, not 5 o'clock in the morning. Four hours into the night. Not, yeah, four hours into the night. So what is night? 7. Let's call it 8 o'clock. 9, 10, 11, 12. 12 o'clock. So it's, okay, fine. Right. But we, just, we have to get rid of it. We have to clean up. Clean up. Just clear. Oh yeah, trumas hadeshin is a mashu. You have to this much. It's a handful. You don't even have to do a shovelful. A handful. It's just way too much going on in this back. Let's clean it up. Let's make a seder there. More. We have to get the wood and clean up. There's so many Jews there. The the rooster didn't even crow, and there's that many Jews. My kriyas hagever. Here we go. Here's the machlokes. Rav Omar Korogavra. Rav says that there's a guy that used to scream with all his might. We'll see that his voice was tremendous. Rabbi Shila Omar Koritanagoyla. It's when the typical rooster crows, says Gemara's story. You hear the story? What's your name? Mayor. Listen to the story. Rav Iklil Asri the Rav happened to be there by Rabbi Shila. 
We know that all the Tanoim, Amiraim, they had like a speaker, a, a microphone. So they would say it in Lashon Kodesh, and the guy next to them would repeat it to everybody in whatever language they spoke in Aramaic, let's call it. So Rav shows up, and nobody recognized him. Shows up, Shalom Aleichem. And Rav Shila is like looking for a speaker, what's going on? Who's going to say the shir for me? Rav says, I got this. Okay? He has no idea who he is. He stands there, he starts talking. My Kriya Sagever, call him Rav Alev, call him Farish. My Kriya Sagever, he explained. Rav Shila said, Kriya Sagever, and Rav decided to say his pshat. Karagavra, it's talking about a human being, not talking about a rooster. I want you to say that it's a rooster. What are you saying? It's a person. You're not, you're not, you're not saying what I told you to say. I, I mentioned this story once. I got because there's a lot of new people. I was uh, involved with Arsamaf. They have a mentors program. So we're running around there to show with these um, college students that weren't religious. And I saw Rabbi Avnon Yitzchak at a hotel. So I walked over and said, you know, we have a, a group of guys. Maybe you could talk to them. It's a great idea. What I didn't realize is that he doesn't speak any English. So he's sitting there. He goes, hey, over there. Nothing. So he says, who could, uh, who could translate? So, okay, I'll, I speak a little bit. I'll translate. So he's saying, Rabbi Isai, it's this. So I stuck in my own little jokes here and there. And, he start, and the guy started laughing. He said, wait a minute. I didn't say anything funny. So what are you doing? Kids are, there's a whole. Rav Shila said, Karagavra, and he says a uh, human being. He's like, I said chicken, not human being. What are you doing? You're doing the wrong, the wrong shot. So Omar lay, Abu Lakhari Zamar. So Rashi says Abu is a flute. Lakhari Zamar. If you play a flute for people that understand music, they'll appreciate it. Ligardai, let me go Here. We just happen to have this in the Bismarck. Somebody that works on this kind of device doesn't know how to appreciate music, says the Gemara. A weaver, stop. A simple human being. Fashtetnish. He's not a sophisticated, you know, like in Europe, they go to the, the class in the culture, they go with the thing, the frock, they go to, the, to, to hear the symphony. Better people. They, they, they appreciate flutes. This is very noisy, so they, they're all tone deaf, the kids are you saying. Yeah, that's what you do, no? With the notzot. He says it's very, very noisy. Okay, it explains a lot. Great. So he, t- he tells Reb Shilo, he gives him a little shtok. He says, I'm telling you real pshat. It's a pshat for the professionals. I used to do this by people that are greater than you, understand better than you. You don't tell me what, what the gavra is, okay? Kavakoyimna, and he continues. Kavakoyimna, I laid the Reb I used to learn by Reb who happens to be my uncle, says Rashi. Ufarishno, my Kriya Sagever, Kar Gavro. He said Kriya Sagever, and I told the Oilam, it's a human being. He didn't correct me. And you're going to tell me that it's a chicken? Reb Shila realized who's, who this, this person that, that volunteered to, to be the microphone. Mar Niu Rav? Well, everybody knows who the microphone for Rebchi is. Rebchi's microphone is Rav, the fa- God of Adar of Bavel. You're Rav? Like, they didn't have Doylem pictures and, and all the newspapers. They had no idea. He, he showed up. Nenachmar, sit down. There's an amazing story about the Taz. A lot of people know the story, but we have to repeat it because it's much of Shabbos. The Taz was in Gzeras Tachtat. He had to run away from the Xeris of Tachtan. He ran away and he decided, him and his wife decided, they're going to go undercover. They're not going to tell anybody that he's the Taz. He already printed the Taz. You're talking about 455, almost 500 years ago. He was in, right in the beginning of the Achroinim, like in the time of the, by Yosef, right? After the Rishonim, Achroinim, he's right there. And he already printed a Savior, he's already famous. He said, I'm going to go to a community and not tell anybody I'm the Taz. And he got a job in the Shlachtoys. And there were, you know, different shilas in the shlachtois with, with the meat. And he noticed the question. He said, no, that's, that's kosher. And before he knew it, people started coming over to him. The, the shark to him saying, what do you think about this? The nikor. And he's passing shilas left and right. 
the rabbi, he got very upset. He realized that nobody's coming to him to ask Shilas. So he went to the, he knocked on the door. He said, what's going on here? It's been a week, two weeks. Nobody used to come every day. Where, where, what's going? Oh no, there's a tam chacham by us. It seems like he knows his stuff. And we go to him. They didn't miss, in those days, he said, it's Moira Allah b'fnei rabbi. They took the taz and they tied him to a pole in the shul. They tied him to a pole. And everybody that walked by had to spit on this guy because he's Moira Alacha. Chutzpah comes to a new city and starts passing, sucking. I mean, maybe he's, maybe it's Treif. I mean, who is this guy? Okay. And there's a girl that walked in there, a young girl, with a chicken and gave it to the Rav. And the Rav said, the chicken is Treif. So she walked out crying. She started crying. So the Taz was tied to the pole. He says, come here, little girl. Why are you crying? So she told him. He said, it's Treif. So he tells her, listen, tell the Rav that in the Taz, Simon, whatever it is, it's okay. So she had no idea what he was saying. He repeated again, say, the Taz, it took a few minutes, repeated, the Taz and Simon. She goes back in, she goes, look in the Taz, Simon, this, that. They thought she's nuts. The kids at the Rav said, maybe you have to. So he looks inside and he sees, oh. So he's, Takakasha. So she says, who told you this? So the guy in the pole. <laughs> so she goes, they go to the guy in the pole, and they say, who are you? He says, uh, nothing. I want to know who you are. I need to know who you are. She says, my name is David Segal. You're David, well, you're the Taz? Taz, it's a, the tshuva, the whole thing. And he told his wife, comes home, he tells his wife, listen, good news and bad news. Good news is, I'm free. The bad news is that everybody knows that I'm the Taz. And we, so she says, why? She says, the girl was crying. She says, why do you have to tell her? And he said, it's better to stop this girl from crying, that she shouldn't have tsar, that than to, to, to be undercover and do our thing. I wanted to, the chesed, I wanted to do the chesed with the girl. And that was the end of the story. Anyway, remind me of the story here. Like, Rav is going undercover. He's in a city. Nobody knows who he is. He starts yelling at him, who are you to say, and then, oh, oyvei, oyvei. So you have to be careful. What? What did he say? I have no idea. Oh, you're a vice versa's son? Yeah. Shalom Aleichem. Come here. Oh, it's Mamisha. It's an unbelievable story. Rabbi Avram, vice versa's son. Shmuli's brother. Wow. It's a gracious chos. Rabbi Avram, look who's here. Say hello to your father. Shalom Aleichem. Say hello. All right. Givaldic. Nice to meet you. Your father's a Givaldic Yid. Wow. How did you respond him? Huh? As far as he knows Allah, it's unbelievable. All right, Zog to Gemara. Middle of a story here. Nenachmar. So he tells him, Rabshila says, listen, listen, sit down, sit down. You're Rav. What are you, you don't have to be my interpreter. People say, if you're gonna, if you somebody hires you, put some Even if they give you the worst job in the world, they tell you to comb out the, the wool, comb it out. You're hired, finish your job. Rashi says, okay, it's a uh, notion, whatever it is. Okay. Some people say Rav told him, It's interesting. That's how he spoke. He said, Look, I'm your interpreter. You started off a shear with the Khashiv, you know, the Goladar is interpreting. It's not Bakovadik for you to go down and stuff to have a less of an interpreter. That's basically what I told him I'm knowing Tzak when he tried to throw me off the stage. To get off the stage, you show no, no, no. So now we have, so we have a machlegs again. Rav says, gever means a man, like in Hebrew. Rav Shila says, gever means a chicken, a rooster. This guy, his famous gvini guy, he was the announcer, he had a very loud voice. What would we, what would we say? Everybody, get up. Levim get to Yeduchan to, to sing, be Yisrael lemamatchem. What's this? You hear? Avi. What's Yisrael lemamatchem? Yisrael lemamatchem is that there are Yisraelim that represent Klai Yisrael for Korbanas. Because it's carbon is for everybody. So you have to get the Yisraelim in the Beis Hamikdash. They represent all of Klai Yisrael. Get to your, sta- to your stations. Everybody get to your stations. That's what he's describing. And his voice was heard three parts away. Approximately, let's call it 
just for Guzman, like for the, 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 the furthest Shita, nine miles, nine miles away. We had this in Shkolem also. Agrifas was coming and he, so he heard his, his voice from so far away. And he gave him a lot of gifts. He's very impressed with him. The Kongol had a louder voice. He was saying on Hashem and then he says, and when he said, everybody heard him. All the way to Yerichoy. Where's Yerichoy? Remember that day we had, where was Mordechai Seltzer was going on Google, the whole thing. How far away is Yerichoy from Shulayim? Almost 30 miles. Now if you look over here in Toysus, the second down, it says, As Toysus, the Perek Shlishi, the Tomid, Tanan, it says in the Mishnah, it says, it says in Tamid that Mr. Gvini also was able to go all the way to Yerichai. Not only the Kayan. You tell me, Kayan God has a great voice, he can go all the way to Yerichai. So can uh, Gvini Christ. You could hear him a little bit, but you didn't understand what he was saying. You heard a sound. It was, it was what's the word? Mumble, uh, garbled, huh? Muffled. Okay, they're all good. Garbled, muffled. Better than what I came up with, which was nothing. So, but the Kohen Gadol, you could actually make out the words. Great. And the Gemara goes on. Guess what? The Kohen Gadol, the Kohen, he's very weak. It's Yom Kippur. Givini had all the, all the strength of the world. He couldn't be as good as him. And you know what? It's daytime. Daytime, he's saying chatas. He's doing that. It's day. Day, the, the sound doesn't travel as far as night. Why not? That's your pshat. It's a different pshat. Why, is, why doesn't sound travel? Now, maybe I should tell you this before we start learning this. We said this a few times, but it's brought down on this Gemara. The Maral says, on this Gemara, and many, many times we, I say this over and over, because people say, what is going on here? How could it be such a thing? Says the Maral that this Gemara specifically is Sisrei Torah. It's not for us to understand. It was inserted into the Gemara because we didn't want to lose it. And every generation, there are people that do understand it. Those, the Chachamim, could understand it. You could pretend that you understand it, and let's learn it. It's because of this will of the sun. <laughs> it cuts the wood in the heaven like like, like a chainsaw in the forest. Makes a cra- new chainsaw. Oh, very good. Not bad, not bad. Okay, maybe, maybe we have to change his job now. Maybe, maybe. He hasn't t- given us any... St- oh, he's already prepared for a week from now. Okay, he's, he's on top of his game. The sawdust. You guys, you ever notice like if you're in a dark room and then there's a ray of light and there's all this white this stuff flying through the air? What is that? The Gemara says that comes from the sawdust off the sun. Okay? But the morale says there's other things going on there. You know what it's called? Guess what the name is? It doesn't have a name. Go figure it out. I actually understand this Gemara, but I'm not going to share it with you. You can be mine in the new Sefer. It's over there. Guy with the Leo. You got okay. <laughs> the sun makes a noise, he says. Okay. We're going to get there soon in a second. With a, it says, hey, created Lamed, Aleph, nothing. When Nebuchadnezzar was thrown out there for the seven years, everybody's nothing. It's like, you don't even see it. It's not, it's microscopic. It doesn't, doesn't, doesn't Without the noise of the sun, this galgal, not the sun itself, the galgal, then you would be able to hear the whole tumult of Rome. And if you didn't have the noise of Rome, 
Mishmar called Gagal Chama. You would be able to hear the sound, the noise coming off the Gagal Chama. Torah Abana. There are three sounds that go from one end of the world to the other. And this one we didn't say yet. When a shama leaves the body, it's a sound you hear from the beginning of the world to the end of the world. The sound not only of death, but of birth. It's a type of mouth that sees He's in charge of watering and he takes the, the water from here and brings it there. Okay. So you, you could also hear him. And Chachamim said, let's get rid of the sound. It's not good. So now we had a great raya to, uh, uh, to, to Rav. The what? Where are we? No, I'm just trying to see. Hold on a second. Where was the beginning of the Raya? No, we skipped it. We did it all? Okay. Fine. Um... Yeah, thank you, Mosi the Rav. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Stam, yeah. The, the, we just finished the whole thing, but the, the raya is that they he announced, everybody get up, so it's a human being, it's not a chicken. I don't think a chicken was in the base of screaming to people, Koyahadim stand there, Levim stand there. It wasn't a chicken, obviously, it was a human being, so... It's a riot to Rav that it was a human being. Now we have one more and we'll finish for today. Tanya Kavos said to Rav Shila. Rav Shila says it's the rooster. If somebody leaves way too early, before the rooster crows, says Rashi, if he happens to die on his trip, it's as if he committed suicide. He's responsible for his own death. Only you have to wait until the rooster screams twice. Three times. So we're talking about a chicken here, not a human being. That's Rib Shita. Betarnagal, Benani, a medium chicken, a normal chicken. At Khan, Raboisai, have a wonderful week. Tomorrow at 7.15. Shkoya. <laughs> Radio. Very nice. Why did you say so, Mil Shear? Why do you tell me afterwards? So why didn't you tell me? So what? We've been great. Make, give her make sense. The man. The man. The man. The man. The man. <laughs> the man. The man. <laughs>